0: off everything at puffworks.com when you use the affiliate discount code BLWPOD. That's a new code. It's B-L-W-P-O-D. Use that sucker at checkout at puffworks.com and get peanut and tree nut safely out of the way. And since we've been talking more about using this pasta water cooking method for reducing rice, some parents have been like, well, Katie, but in addition to reducing arsenic, won't it also be removing the iron? And the reality is with even brown rice in particular, we see only about a 10% reduction in iron from this method. Hey there, I'm Katie Ferraro, registered dietitian, college nutrition professor, and mom of seven specializing in baby led weaning. Here on the Baby Led Weaning Made Easy podcast, I help you strip out all of the noise and nonsense about feeding, Leaving you with the confidence and knowledge you need to give your baby a safe start to solid foods using baby led weaning. Well, hello, welcome back. Today we're talking about the pasta water cooking method for making rice lower in arsenic. Now, if you've been following the podcast for any length of time, we have been talking a lot more lately about arsenic and heavy metals in baby foods, but in particular in rice foods. So While the topic that we're going to talk about today and the actual methodology for helping in your own home kitchen to lower arsenic risk and toxicity levels in the foods that you offer your baby, it's actually nothing really new. Some of the papers that we're looking at today date back from 2005, 2006. You might have noticed an uptick in your feed about arsenic in rice and in the lay media and in news. And a lot of this had to do with a recent report that was published by Healthy Babies Bright Futures about whether or not making your own baby food is safer than buying it. So I recently had Charlotte Brody and Jane Houlihan from Healthy Babies Bright Future. They're a nonprofit dedicated to reducing the risk of heavy metals via the foods that babies eat. They were on the podcast in episode 246 talking about their new report, talking about this very specific topic of arsenic in baby food. And they gave some very actionable items. That was episode 246, Arsenic in Baby Food with Charlotte Brody and Jane Houlihan. And a lot of you guys wrote to me after I saw a lot of comments in social media and emails saying, wait, they talked about how you can cook the rice in a lot of water to reduce the arsenic. But Katie, how do you actually do that. It kind of sounded more theoretical than me practical. So what I've been working on in my own home kitchen for both my family, and I recently did rice with one of the babies that I was working with, was experimenting with this actual method to see, you know, what are the final results? Because I had some families write to me be like, hey, I'm from an Asian family. No way is this method going to fly. It was actually a lot of Asian families that said, this sounds cool, but like it would not fly in my family. And so I said, try it out and see if you think that The final result is worth the trade-off in, as you'll see today, what's ultimately the potential to reduce arsenic by up to 60% by adopting this cooking method. So this is a relatively short podcast episode, but it's going to be about how to actually make the rice lower in arsenic. But if you're interested in learning more about this concept of, wait, whoa, hold up. I didn't even realize that rice foods are putting my baby at risk. Go back and listen to episode 246. Again, that's Arsenic and Baby Food, and that's with Charlotte and Jane from Healthy Babies Bright Future. But I also had Dr. Alan Green on a while ago in episode 160. He's the pediatrician responsible for the white out movement. It's a movement to help other pediatricians and parents and caregivers stop recommending iron-fortified white rice cereal as baby's first food. It is not an ideal first food for many different reasons, including the fact that we know that rice as a crop, it preferentially takes up arsenic at much higher levels than any other crop. So episode 160 was called Why White Rice Cereal Should Not Be Your Baby's First Food. And then we also had, we've had over the last couple of months, a number of different scientists from Consumer Reports on, but in episode 208, their head scientist, Dr. James E. Rogers, came on to talk about this overarching topic of heavy metals in baby foods. So again, this is not intended to scare you, but just to hopefully stay top of mind no matter where you pop into the podcast, I hope you are being aware of the fact that there are certain foods, and in particular rice foods, that we know have higher levels of arsenic that can be problematic and are problematic for babies because arsenic is, as a heavy metal, it's neurotoxic, it's nephrotoxic, it's something that we definitely want to avoid for our babies. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can help you get there and BetterHelp can help you. Visit BetterHelp.com slash weaning today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, hel slash weaning and get 10% off your first month. So now to the actual methodology of how to make the pasta water cooking method work for rice. So when I was speaking with Jane and Charlotte, they mentioned that cooking your rice in a method similar to as you would do pasta can dramatically reduce arsenic levels in rice. And they cited a statistic that that can reduce arsenic levels by up to 60%. Like, wow. Okay. Sometimes, you know, you would change something pretty dramatically and there's only a slight risk reduction. This is a, I don't know, depending upon how passionate you are about rice cooking methods, not that dramatic of a change in order to have a very dramatic outcome. You think about the way you traditionally would cook rice right usually with a ratio I know I, for me I'm always like depending on what rice I have and I look on my phone I can't remember what the ratio is if I'm doing it in an instant pot or um, on the stovetop but let's say you know basmati rice we do a lot um, in our family and I'm always like shoot is it two to one water to rice, or is it 2.25 what's the ideal ratio but you cook it in a smaller quantity of water right and the notion being that the rice absorbs the water Okay, and then it fluffs up and then it's done and then you take it off the stovetop or out of the instant pot or rice cooker or what have you. With that particular method, what happens is the arsenic that is in the rice, when you cook it in the water that it's put in the pot with, it leaches some of the arsenic back out into the water, but then because the water is absorbed back into the final cooked product, it then reabsorbs that arsenic. The notion being with the pasta water cooking method, think about how you boil pasta in a lot of water, right? And then you strain that pasta water off. The notion with the rice is if you can cook in a lot of water and let it boil in that and then strain the cooking water off that you're essentially removing the water that had all of the arsenic, not all of it, but most of it. And then the remaining product would have significantly less arsenic. So normally you would cook your rice in maybe a two to one ratio or 1.75, depending upon how, again, finicky you are. But with the pasta water rice cooking method, if you look at some of the data, they're talking about cooking in levels of six parts water to one part rice. Okay, so if you are cooking, you know, one cup of rice, then six cups of water, okay? And as far as the numbers go, this has been shown with long grain polished rice, okay? That reduces the arsenic by about 40%, okay? If it's parboiled rice, which has been pre-treated and already partially boiled, the six to one ratio can reduce the arsenic by about 60%. And then we're talking about brown rice, cooking in six parts water to one part rice can reduce the arsenic levels by about 50%. Okay, now there's also the question of, well, hold up when you're cooking in lots of water. We know that the longer you cook foods in water, the greater the potential there is to leach out other nutrients, right? The bad stuff like the heavy metals like arsenic, but also what about the good stuff? Rice actually does contain some vitamins and some minerals and some iron, okay? Now, when it comes to the white rice, the enriched white rice, that's a product that because through the refining process, so much of the nutrition has been removed in the United States by mandate, the manufacturer actually has to add back in, they spray the white rice with all sorts of extra nutrition, it's sprayed on. So when you rinse the white rice, a lot of the other nutrients are removed, okay? So it's not that rinsing white rice, the enriched white rice, okay, removes most of those sprayed on vitamins and minerals, about 77% of the folate, these are the B vitamins, 57% of the thiamine, 54% of the niacin, okay? That's on the white rice. But with brown rice, because those nutrients are not sprayed on, okay, they're actually inside of the whole grain brown rice, there's almost no effect on vitamin loss when you do this cooking method, okay? And so some parents have said to me, well, wait a minute, yeah, you're reducing the arsenic by up to 60% when you cook in six to one, and then it goes even a little bit higher when you cook in 10 parts water to one part rice. So if you really don't mind, you might as well just cook in more water if you can their concern was, well, are you going to be losing all the other nutritious benefits of rice? And at the end of the day, rice is not a very nutrient dense food. It's energy dense, meaning it provides a lot of calories per small amount of food. But as far as like a wide variety of nutrition, even with brown rice, yeah, there's some B vitamins in there. There's some iron in there. But at the end of the day, even if we think with the brown rice, it's thought that the iron only gets reduced by about 10%. The takeaway message here is that the primary source of iron in your baby's diet should not be coming from brown rice, okay? If you are serving those rice foods, we want you to always take precaution with your baby's safety first. Besides baby led weaning, what other type of podcasts do you like to listen to? Every episode of Slaycation also includes humor and takeaway and travel tips that are going to keep your next family vacation from becoming your last. So if you're ready to pack your body bags, Slaycation is available on all major podcast platforms. Search for Slaycation on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. So I think if you have to kind of triage here what we're looking at, we're more concerned about reducing babies' exposure risk for arsenic, cook in a lot of water, and if if you're doing brown rice, it only reduces the iron by about 10%. That's really not a huge deal, right? Because remember, you're offering baby a variety of different foods, including if your family eats animal foods, animal foods that contain iron, or different plant foods that contain iron. And those would be better sources of iron to begin with than rice. So yes, the trade off is you might lose a little bit of iron. But the benefit there is that you're reducing the potential for arsenic toxicity and the arsenic levels by up to 60%. Okay. So as far as how this has played out in the kitchen, I've been doing a lot with long grain rice with basmati. And then one of the tips that was actually in that episode with Jane and Charlotte was talking about where you select your basmati from. And I haven't had a ton of time to look more into this, but their suggestions are choosing basmati rice from California, from India or from Pakistan, and then actually avoiding basmati rice grown in the South, in the Southeast part of the United States because of the Variations in soil levels, there's higher levels of arsenic in the soil in that part of the country. So I've just been kind of paying a little bit more attention to the actual package of basmati rice that I have. Oh, it's made in India. Oh, it's made in Pakistan. I haven't, even though I live in California, ironically been able to find basmati made in California, but I can't say I've been looking that hard. I've been looking at what I already have in my cabinet. But I have found that cooking in the 10 to 1 ratio, at first I was like, this is so weird. This is never going to work. But I've done it probably 10 times now. And Honestly, if you drain it off all the way and drain the rice off, because the grossest thing, I think if you like soggy rice to me is so gross. I like nice, dry, fluffy rice, but you definitely can get that. You just need to add in a little bit of time to the cooking in order that you need to allow the rice to totally drain. Okay. So I've been actually draining it and then putting it out on a towel and then patting it dry or just making rice a day ahead and then popping it in the refrigerator and that kind of dries it out a little bit. I did try I was even running short a little bit of time when I was making this these rice cakes for baby Brayden who I was cooking for recently and I ran the rice through my salad spinner never really works out that great because like the holes in the salad spinner are kind of too big and the rice falls through it but I have one type of salad spinner that has a pretty fine mesh and even spinning it in the salad spinner kind of dried the rice out pretty quickly so if you don't mind waiting a little bit longer to actually dry the finished product out I think it's totally worth the trade-off which is the potential to reduce your baby's arsenic um, in the rice levels by up to 60%. Now, the caveat here is we don't want to be offering baby rice foods every day, okay? Rice is, if your family eats it, if it's part of your food culture, that's wonderful, but there's really no food we should be offering to baby every single day, especially if we're working to help baby achieve diet diversity, okay? That's offering a variety of foods, and if on occasion a rice food is involved and you're making the rice from scratch, this pasta water cooking method. And I recommend going as high as 10 parts water to one part rice if you can, okay? The potential to reduce the arsenic by 60%. I think it's really, really worth it to be able to incorporate rice. I think it does work with a variety of different rices. I've tried it with the shorter grain rice. I think we did cow or sushi rice the other day. The texture was a little bit different for sure. Like I think like a rice connoisseur would be like, oh my gosh, this does not taste exactly as I thought it would. I thought it would make it really gummy. But again, if you build in time and spread it out to let it dry out, really, I think the texture result, it's almost not noticeable. And again, if it's a brown rice product, you can be reducing the arsenic by 50%. If it's white rice up to 60%, again, I think that's definitely worth it. So if you guys are making rice for your baby as one of the starchy foods, I have rice listed actually on my 101st foods list under the starchy foods category. I think it is a method worth exploring. Let me know how it works out for you guys. And when you are finished with rice and you're looking for other starchy foods, there's 19 other starchy foods in the starchy foods category, including lots of different whole grains. So brown rice is a whole grain, refined white rice is not, but you can make your baby so many different types of starchy foods, including whole, foods, whole grains rather, that you don't need to be focusing exclusively on rice. If you want to grab a copy of that 100 first foods list, I give it away to everybody on my free one hour online video training called Baby Lead Weaning for Beginners. You can sign up for this week's workshop times and grab your copy of the 100 first foods list that has rice as well as 19 other starchy foods in the starchy foods category and lots of other ideas about high iron foods besides rice. Because the reality is at the end of the day, rice should not be your baby's primary source of iron. All of that is on the workshop. You can sign up at babyledweaning.co I'll also link up all of the references and resources related to the reduction in arsenic and other nutrient numbers that I cited in today's episode and some of the other episodes that are related to heavy metals and baby foods. That'll all be in the show notes for this episode, which you can find at blwpodcast.com forward slash 259. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you next time.